We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler. Welcome to the Bart Winkler Show. Tell your friends, like and subscribe. We're in like and subscribe season. Paul Emig's here. Grant Bills is here. Good morning. Good morning, Grant. Good morning, Bo. Smash that like button, Bart. Smash that like button. Tell a friend. Bring it up. Bring it up in casual conversation. Be like, like uh, the other day I was talking about, um, you know, dads and I, when we get together at these kids' birthday parties, we, we come at a stalemate of things to talk about. So you got any trips coming up, they'll say, and I'll be... I take a trip every day to the Wacky Fun Zone of Bart Winkler Podcast. That's what you got to say. And I heard on the Wacky Bart Winkler Podcast, I mean, I'm not taking a trip, but I know Tim Shea's going to Madison before too long. There's a conversation. Now we're talking about Madison and we're talking about talking, Tim. Yeah. I, I heard on the Bart Winkler show. Oh, what's that? What, didn't that guy get fired for being a lib? No, no. The station actually just went away because of stuff at the uh, corporate level. He's actually back with the company and thriving for CBS Sports Radio, but nobody ever fucking mentions that. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a, I don't have a soliloquy. I know I always say that and then talk for 10 minutes. I would like to re-congratulate the Denver Nuggets. Um, they won. We have a kickoff topic that kind of crosses into that territory. So maybe that's perfect. I did feel for them today because I, uh, you know, it's Denver, Denver. And I'm like, Denver, shut the fuck up. And then they win. I'm like, you'll get all your glory when you win. And they were. It was Jokic having a, hey, I don't want to go to the parade. That's funny. I'm throwing this guy into the pool, Jamal Murray. That's funny. Oh, this guy, you know, their cores together. Now we're talking, could this be a dynasty? This is the stuff that comes that you had to wait for, but it's the stuff that comes when it comes. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, and then Mad Dog Russo is like, yeah, well, they're not as good as the 86 Celtics. So I don't want to. Celtics would sweep them in four. What? So, so but, Okay. Why is that dude on TV? Is he still relevant? And he's got the Mad Dog Serious Channel. That's wonderful, but like, does he's on MLB I, every day? He's got a show on MLB Network. Does he know NBA? Like, why is he referencing the '86 fucking Celtics to he's like paid ten thousand a show that he does with Stephen A. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. Just wait until just... people hear what me and Paul get once a week for doing this pod with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paul gets nothing, and I don't feel guilty about it. Grant gets nothing, and I'm like, ah, eh, should I give him a buck or two? No, no. Grant gets, Grant gets topics for his show. That's facts. That's very true. Yeah, Printer. that money that money goes to the fund for Tim's trip. 
That's where all yeah, the extra we're money all, We're all trying to raise money for Tim. So we will start on like the NBA Nuggets with a Bucks adjacent spin on it. But I do want to tease, and you guys don't even know this, I'm not going to let Mount Rushmore go yet. We're going to conclude with a Mount Rushmore topic. I like what that. The Frank. And I promise you could have like a pretty solid number of guesses about what we'd be Mount Rushmoreing, and you wouldn't get it. So there's my well, team. I just also want to say that in my house, we say what the Frank now instead of what the fuck. Well, that's good. That's progress. Because we, my son swears a lot. <laughs> my fault. Um, no. I guess my wife was trying to help him go to the bathroom the other day, standing up, and then there was a mistake, and he told her, you fucked up. <laughs> we had some driveway work done, and the guy's name was Frank, and my kid took a nice liking to him, so we've turned fuck into Frank. That's good. All that's right. good. Go ahead. Mount Rushmore of... No, no, that's last. No, stay tuned. Frank Lloyd Wright. Stink. Frank Costanza. <laughs> Oh my God! How did you know? How did you know? No, we're gonna. That, that's for the end. So Frank and Stein. Did you guys know that the monster is not named Frankenstein? I have heard. I've heard this. The doctor is Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Frankenstein's monster. Monster. Yes. We just oh. all call the monster Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's big. Uh, Paul. Nikola Jokic is twenty-eight years old. Giannis Antetokounmpo is 28 years old. Very different players, very different skills, very different body types. Fast forward five years, they're both 33 years old. The player who will age better, the player whose game will age more gracefully and will still be close to their current level of performance when they're currently 28, at age 33, between Jokic and Giannis, the player who will still be closest to their prime, the player whose game will age better, is Giannis. Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. I, I test I love that you're both thinking about it. I, You know how I love to test these out. My, my favorite ones I test out with some buddies. This one got a total 50-50 reaction. So... Your, wow. your your like pondering here lines up with the split. All, I want to say, I want to uh, steal yet again from Armin over at the game uh, because he had a thought or a, he put it out there is like, is Jokic's lack of celebration like, you know, it's, it's funny, you know, this guy's one of those breaks. Is that just him or is that like, is that what winning is now? Where winning is a relief. We've talked about this as fans. Winning's a relief. It's losing that you don't want to do. No, so I'm going to answer that while you guys continue to ponder the Jokic Giannis question. I sent this to a couple buddies, and I I didn't send it to the two of you because I thought we might talk about it. Jokic celebrated exactly how I would have, and how like I don't know how to party. I don't know how to let loose. I'm more. I'm not going to like. You're not going to see my exuberance in my head. I'm like going for it outside. You're, you're not going to see that. You're going to kind of say, why isn't he more excited? And in my head, I'm like having like the best time of my life, but you're not going to see that. You're going to kind of see me like very casually, like shake the bubbly, but like, it's going to kind of be like, do I really have to, is this what celebrating is? So well, I felt, I felt what, what happened in your childhood that makes you fear. Um, it's just, it's just like when the bucks won the title or something with your parents, 
I don't know, man. But like when the Bucks won the title, I was like, okay, cool. So so this offseason is going to be interesting. Like I'm saying, like within minutes of the Bucks winning. So anyway, I, my so Jokic celebrating air quotes celebrating the way he celebrated. I've never felt more seen. <laughs> this was my jam. This is how I would me. So I don't think he's put. I mean, I'll I'll kind of use myself to explain Jokic. I don't think he was doing anything. I just think that's that's how some of us super cool dudes are. When the Bucks won the title, you showed less emotion than Jokic. What kind of emotion did you show when the Bucks won the title? None. How? I just don't. That's just not how I'm programmed. I don't know. You want to know what kind of emotion? I think I remember <laughs> when the Bucks won the title. Uh, I will. Uh, Are there pictures of you running down your? You don't need to take your shirt off. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> is that Rami? Look at me, I'm crying. Yeah, I shed some tears. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I anyway, love it. All right. Then that guy says stuff that I shouldn't have on a show with Grant right now. Um, That's a more normal reaction. So me and Jokic were the outliers, but uh, we, we do exist. There are dozens of us. Dozens. Hey, you actually got the voice a little bit, too. That's oh, pretty thank good. You. Thank you. All right, so Giannis or Jokic next. Okay, so all right. Five years from now, they're both 33 years old. They're both obviously right now in their prime, two of the best players in the world, two probably the two or three best players in the world. Uh, Giannis's game will age better. Giannis will be closer to who he is now when he's 33 than, than, uh, than Jokic will. Mm-hmm, or mm-mm, that the answer is Giannis, that he well, will age better. And, and if you want to see that great uh, video of that, you can check out the Dan Shaney YouTube stream. Of course, danshaney.com. New website, thanks to the guys at Sun Ant Interactive, sunant.com. Uh, but Dan Shaney, good guy. Um, let me think here. I'm trying not to come at this as a – I want to, to say Giannis. So, first of all, I want to say Giannis because he's mm-hmm. our guy. And that, that I realize, is why – I've been so mad about Jokic is because it's, it's, it's wonder It's like, it's sometimes you're, you're praising Jokic and you're tearing down Giannis. That's, that's what happens a little bit. Um, but, but body type wise, you would think, well, Jokic is out of shape, but he's not, he's just mm-hmm. like, he's like Kevin Owens. Like is sure. Kevin Owens fat? Would you call Kevin Owens fat? If you saw him on the street, you might say, oh, that guy's a little overweight, but he's more athletic yeah. than 89.5% of America. Presumably, he's in great cardio shape. He has long, great matches. And Giannis, you think wear and tear. You think maybe some knees. You think maybe some ankles. Giannis, I would have to say Jokic. I would have to say mm-mm, say Jokic. Okay. Yeah. Um, from the way that they play, if we've just taken everything we've ever talked about and then put it into this question, we always say that there is no off switch for Giannis. Mm-hmm. The way he plays game one is the way he plays game one of the regular season is the way he plays game six in the NBA finals. Jokic, I'm not, it didn't even really look like in the whole finals, he broke a sweat. 
he, he moves he's methodically. He's putting up 25, 10. No, he's putting up like 25, 15, and 8. Mm-hmm. Without breaking a sweat. So I think, I don't know. I mean, I wanted to say Giannis, but it might be Jokic. Jokic, Jokic is, I think Jokic is putting less pressure on, well, Giannis dunks and all that stuff. Jokic. Jokic is putting less pressure on the pressure points. I would mm-hmm. say Jokic. So, Grant, I know you're going to agree because uh, I saw your, your nodding and your mm-hmm. yeah. But I want you to go quickly. The only thing I want to say as a counter is when Jokic is 33, if he maintains the same general body type, which is probably safe to say he will, when, when let's say Jokic is 15% slower in five years, is that 15% like huge? Like if he gets 15% less laterally quick, is that the difference? Like, is that a big difference, or does his methodical play style override the fact that a bigger guy, a larger human, will likely, as an athlete is concerned, age worse? Right, like a big, bigger people will not age as gracefully for the most part, and so even like a ten to fifteen percent decrease in Jokic's lateral skills, I don't. I, I'm. I'm. That's a devil's advocate question. I don't know, but that would be my counterpoint: is to say like. Jokic is already obviously methodical in his movement. If he gets slower in the next five years, how how detrimental is that? I don't know. Anyway, Grant, mm-hmm or mm-mm. Well, I agree with Bart. Mm-mm. It's not Giannis. If we take 15% away from Giannis and we take 15% away from Jokic, athleticism and speed and power and all those things, Jokic has tools in his toolbox right now to compensate with that. I don't know that Giannis does. The comparison that I thought of was like Tim Duncan, like Tim Duncan aged really well because he was really good at the little things. He was good yeah. with his footwork. He, d- he didn't really play out of control. So I think of Jokic as Tim Duncan a little bit. And I think of Giannis more as Shaq, someone who's overpowering, throw you out of the way. The, the problem with Shaq as a comparison is Shaq was notorious for not being in shape and really not maybe doing all of the things he could have done to prolong his career and protect his body. And that's not Giannis. So I'm interested to see how Giannis ages because Giannis is to me a more modern Shaq, but also has all of the, the personality, the work ethic traits that Shaq didn't have. So how would have Shaq aged Mm -hmm. if he wasn't, if you take Shaq's body and you put Kobe Bryant's mentality in there, which I think is kind of what Giannis is in in a slightly different body. Yeah. I don't know if we'd seen a player like that age. Like I, Giannis is not Shaq. Yeah. upstairs so how does that age i'm i'm interested and, and not only physically but does Giannis have the work ethic and does he have the capability to add tools into his toolbox maybe that Shaq was never interested in adding or didn't need to add that's going to be another big factor as well so i'm not saying Giannis can't age well i just think if everything were to stay static Jokic, you would have to say would age better at this point right so who are some guys i have two names off the top of my head but i'll let you guys answer it as well like who are some Jokic body types in the NBA over the past 25 years. I'll tell you two that had come to my mind, Al Jefferson and Kendrick Perkins. Okay. So like clearly Jokic, like, you know, one of the best players in a long time, um, not trying to compare their skills whatsoever, but I don't know. Um, I, I like the Tim Duncan thought I had, I had not, Maybe I should have. That seems like an easy connection. I had not put that together, Grant. I think that's a good one just because they're both fun. Well, Tim Duncan was the big fundamental, right? Yeah. Jokic is so fundamentally sound, has such, such soft touch around the rim. Um, But Duncan was tall and thin and lean and 
Um, I don't think Jokic like I don't think Jokic is some fat slob. Like no, not at all. Not and it's not intended as that. But he's also seven feet tall. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's it's like, uh, you know, how how much does the I don't I, I guess it's like so. Do any other names come to mind? Like who else has had the Jokic body type? I mean, Omas. Omas, <laughs> that's a WWE. Russell, I'm not thinking NBA guys. I mean, Kevin Owens was a really interesting comp. To be honest, Bart, I thought that was really good. Perkins. Here's a here's a more fun question. Perkins, yeah. What what is Jalil you know, Jokic? What is Jokic more likely to do with his body post playing days? Is he like is he going to be one of these offensive linemen who lose hundred pounds and and look great like Joe Thomas, or is he just going to marshmallow himself up like Barkley? Although Barkley's slimmed down now in in recent months in the last year or so. Yeah, probably the latter. You think he'll get bigger? I mean, you saw we see his childhood pictures throughout the NBA Finals. I mean, it's just his body is I mean, he's just a larger bodied human. So, you know, I don't know. Hmm. I'm not well, sure. Either but way, let me say, I'm also going to number. I, you shouldn't be judged on it. I I know I was being, you know, devil's advocate with this. Giannis Jokic I can't lose weight right now, so that's why I'm saying that. Yeah, get in the gym. Um, I think the answer is Jokic. So, mm-mm, not Giannis. It's Jokic. And, you know, we're riding off the high of Jokic dominating the NBA this this playoff run. If this was two years ago with Giannis, like we, maybe the ends would have been different, right? Because Jokic hadn't yet accomplished what he's now accomplished, and Giannis would be coming off the NBA Finals. So how much of that is recency? I don't know. Um, but I'll be fascinated to see because they are clearly – I mean, I would tell, I would say they're the two best players in the world. They're the same age. They were both drafted very late. Jokic much later, but, you know, still. Um, but very different playing styles, very different skill sets, very different body types. I'm going to say the they're the opposite of each other. They're the, they're the exact opposite of each other. And it's cool because now they've, they both have two MVPs, and then they overcame in, in shortly thereafter, after we thought, oh, they're a regular season player, we stopped giving them awards, and then they overcame and they succeeded on the high stage. It's really cool. Like, I don't really have qualms with Jokic. It's cool to see another foreign player overcome and kind of take the same, the same steps that Giannis has taken. It's cool. Yep. It's cool. And it's I think there's enough food in the NBA for everybody to eat. Like, I, I mm -hmm. think just look at the last three finals. Giannis accomplishing what he accomplished. Steph, although he had already won a couple of titles, accomplished something I think that was still very meaningful and, and added a chapter to his career. Whereas maybe sure. the second title with Durant didn't. Like, I, I don't know if that was super additive. Agreed. Uh, other than, than a number on his resume, I don't know if it told another chapter of his story. And then Jokic as well. So I, mm -hmm. I don't know. The last three championships have been... I've been interested in them to varied degrees, obviously, because my Bucks were involved in one and you know who you always forget about? Who I always forget about in that kind of discourse is Kawhi. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Kawhi's won a title. Yeah, he's won two titles. He's won two. Are oh, we going to Spurs? Yeah. Are we going to talk about Spo today? Yeah, we're going to sure. talk about Spo. Sure, let's go. Spo just you still take him in the first round of a twelve-team fantasy snake well, draft. Well, not twelve-team, but I mean, if there's a thirty, if you're doing all thirty. 30 NBA teams. I was like, is it 30 or 32? He's so what, let me tell you this. I would answer your question a little bit by saying the Timberwolves have apparently made Carl Anthony towns available on the trade block. What I texted my NBA buddies about, and by the way, I purposely withhold some of these from our text group because I don't want you to know what I'm thinking about. 
Um, <laughs> Got to keep these things private until the we unreal silence, Paul. That's right. About you. Yep. Yeah. If, wanna... if people weren't jealous enough of our three-man show, we also have a three-man text chain. Wow. It's amazing. It's really good. Um, <laughs> but sorry. the one thing I was asking them. The text chain I have to look at. Oh, sorry about that. Um, when that Everything's a text chain. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. When the Timberwolves made Carl Anthony Towns reportedly available last week, and, and Towns would probably be right on that fringe of a, being a first-round pick, right, if everyone was available. We did this a couple weeks ago. And there's some of those lists that it says Carl Anthony Towns is like the 28th to 32nd ranked player in the world right now. And, like, uh, you know, Grant, we pulled up the Bill Simmons trade value chart. So it takes into account youth and contract. And at age. one point, at one point, Carl Anthony Towns was the number one answer on the anonymous GM survey about who you'd start a franchise with. That was not that long ago that, that he was mm-hmm. at the top of that discussion, too. And certainly his playoff performances and, you know, Suck. and just general like disappearing act that he pulls in big games. Kind of soft he's personality. Like, so the question, so the question that I asked the guys was, okay. Cause they, one of them was, they were both not with me on Spo being a first round pick if everyone was released. But I said, would, who would say no to Carl Anthony Towns for Eric Spolstra? And I said, the, the fucking heat would say no. The heat would say, well, that's because Bam took a leap. It doesn't. It, I'm not even worrying about what the rest of the roster looks like because you, you could. Let's yeah, say you did. I, you know what? Honestly, I remember where I was. I don't remember where I was. Okay. Maybe I do, and I forgot where I was. But I remember how I felt. Tell me how you feel, felt. 
the first time that I ever like heard of a coach being traded, I was fucking like, I I was dejected. I was like, like I was, I wasn't like confused or befuddled or upset. I was sad. You can't. You shouldn't be able to trade coaches. Now, uh, listen. I'm not actually like the Timberwolves. I understand, are but I want to pull it off of that. <laughs> I don't know why you take everything so literally, Bart. Ah, Whoa. Like the Packers got a pick when Holmgren went there to Seattle. The Bucks traded a pick for Jason Kidd. Yeah, I. It's bullshit. I hate it. I hate that you can trade coaches, or it's not like a official transaction. I just I don't like it. Mm-hmm. They are assets of a they franchise. Should, they shouldn't be. I just don't like it. So and so okay. So you could someone could argue why, and I just I don't like it. That's okay with me. You can you can dislike it, but here I'm going to force you to answer. Carl <laughs> Anthony Towns for Eric Spoelstra. Carl Anthony Towns and Spo. So you so the Heat would agree to that. The Heat would not agree to that because they have Bam. But if you trade Spo for Cat, you can then trade Bam if you have to. But okay, so you say that he's going to say no. You're going to say no on a technicality. The Heat are not trading Eric Spolstra. That's correct, and that means that Eric Spolstra should be rated higher than Carl Anthony Towns in a draft. Yeah, you're answering the question. Eric Spolstra is. He's specific. If you're going to start from scratch, this was the game. No, no, no. Spolstra, he's got equity in the Heat. The Heat aren't going to be like, we're going to give up this guy that's been our organization for a decade, saw many different iterations of our team for this fucking bum. They're not going to do that. Possible to do. But if you're starting from scratch, I would not go into it. And if I, if I, had those two guys in front of me we're starting from scratch i'm taking the player even the soft ass disappears in big games player joe prunty can coach my fucking team what oh, about what about i'm gonna, I'm gonna own about, you there. eric spolstra hey yeah eric spolstra your world's greatest coach eric spolstra who ended the season uh two and seven <laughs> he went on a two and seven run to end the season, mm-hmm. nearly became mm-hmm. the first team. I remember talking about the Celtics could have been the team. To, he was nearly the first coach to blow a lead. Then, right. then he loses in five to the Nuggets, a team ripe for the taking. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just absolutely destroy you here. Are you ready? You are the guy who says that LeBron should not be criticized for losing in the finals a bunch because LeBron got them to the finals a bunch. You are criticizing Spolstra for the thing that you praise LeBron for. The fact that Spolstra got oh, no, them. I'm not criticizing Spolstra. I'm saying I'm not going to take him in a draft. Over no, but a you're player. saying, oh, well, he finished the season two and seven. He okay. Did. He did. That's okay. a fact. Fine, but it shouldn't. It's not a negative. It's not a stain on his resume. It's a stain on your resume. Bullshit it is. Since you started hyping up Spolstra, the guy's been doing nothing but falling on his face. He got the one of the worst rosters ever to the NBA. Like in terms of NBA Which finals rosters, for. the N- the the Miami you Heat jumping training. on the Spolster train. Look, Spolster does not come out of these playoffs looking worse. You, you. do. <laughs> 
I would love to look at NBA rosters of the past 20 years and find a worse roster than the 2023 NBA Finals Miami Heat. I'm saying among finals teams. Cavs. Which Cavs team? There's no way because you – Definitely the first one. 18. Oh, the, oh 28 – 2008. Oh, mean, definitely. When they lost to the – when they were swept by the Spurs? Yeah. I would – you know, I, I – I, I, we, we could look at them side by side, but, I mean, you still had – at that time, 23-year-old LeBron James. So, like, 23-year-old LeBron James is better than any version of Jimmy Butler or Bam Adebayo. So, um, Spolstra and I come out looking very good. Sure, I'll, uh, I'll speak next as the person who brought this up originally. This is my problem with Eric Spolstra. It has been all along. Spolstra gets all the credit when he overperforms, when he punches above his weight. And then as soon as he's judged on an even playing field to everyone else, well, well you can't blame him. Look at how far he got this team, yeah. right? I, mm-hmm. I heard, and again, I, I think Spolstra you're doing close. the LeBron argument, though, that Bart pushes back against. We're, we're, LeBron, LeBron gets all this credit for bringing these shitty teams to the finals, but then doesn't get criticized for I mean, losing. I, I do that when it's comparing him to Michael Jordan. Irre- I don't know why that's relevant. Like, you're still – Don't still- I bring it up. You're still saying that, hey, it's a good thing that he was good enough to I'm get his team that, that far, but it's not a bad thing that he fell Grant, short. Grant, Grant, It's fine. Uh, I just – I subscribe to the old idea that if you're good enough to make the finals, you're good enough to win it. If you're good enough to make the World Series, you're good enough to win it. He is now 2-4 and four in NBA Finals, and two of those losses came with your boy, LeBron James. Like, he's 2-4 and four in Finals appearances. I, I, I just – I think he's a very good coach. I think he's, he's a very good coach. To six, and this, we are literally arguing LeBron here. That's, then, can you talk about this without bringing? You're the one. I don't know why you're bringing up LeBron because it's it's your it's the argument that you give for oh, LeBron's in, resume. In one, in one, I only bring that up when I'm comparing him to Jordan. No, you're comparing LeBron in these instances to being is he the best player of all time? Yeah, and the, the, the and you're saying you're you're saying on the pro side of LeBron being the best player of all time is that he has gotten crappy teams to the finals. I only use that argument against Jordan. I've never argued LeBron. I've never used that point to argue LeBron against anybody else. Well, maybe as a comp with Rogers, but that's the same kind of idea. Just being cross pollinated across sports. This is, this is my, I think he's a great coach, Paul. I, like I'm, I'm with you. I think there are players I would trade for Spo. I, I, I see the, <laughs> the value with the player and the coach. I'm not as far into it as you are. I just, this is what bothers me about Spo is he gets all the praise and then all of a sudden we stop talking about him. Like we stopped talking about him for years in between LeBron and in between this era where it's like, well, we just don't talk about Spo. We talked yeah. about Spo the whole way up these playoffs and haven't talked about him on the way down. On the mm-hmm. way down, it's Jimmy's not performing. It's well, Max Bruce isn't hitting his shots. It's Gabe Vincent's three for 16. Just we make adjustments. On the way up. Not on the way down. Just make adjustments in the. I, where were the adjustments against Denver? I didn't see any adjustments. I didn't. Oh, I yeah. didn't see any adjustments. <laughs> oh, he put Kevin Love back out there. Well, okay, he was doing that. Also, also, Cody Zeller for one minute. Last thing, last thing, and this is just me playing devil's advocate a little. I, again, I recognize Spolster is a very good coach. I tweeted this morning, just facts. I, I'm a. I, I, I tweet facts, not feelings. Uh, I, I tweeted, "Good morning, Eric Spolster is two and four in the finals, and he has a career record." that's a losing record in the finals. And someone replied to me, well, he got an eight seed to the finals. Oh, come on, Grant. I'm like, I was told for the last couple of weeks that this isn't your run of the mill eight seed. They're not really an eight seed though. Oh, but now they are now they, okay. So now that they want, I see now they're an eight seed. Got it. Okay. Just want to make sure I, I understand the Spolstra 
reasoning. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's all I have to say. I would like to. But you, let me just say, I have to say. Stop talking about. Uh, th- this would be my closing comment. You you are using a two and four finals record as a negative. Oh my god! Yeah, it's not. It's it's a little bit being like, to six in, being to six NBA finals as a head coach in a relatively short span. He's been to like one out of every two and a half NBA finals in his coaching career. Like every two and a half years, he's four like, of those were with LeBron James. What's your? I mean, but. I don't. Where's the disconnect here? Bud, so- Bud, Bud won one title with Giannis, and I got Tony in Texas and hot take Jake calling in. Well, you know I'm always right. They should have won. They should have won four. Bud, but we say Bud should have won four with Giannis. It's unfair to think that maybe Spolster and LeBron could have batted better than fifty percent in the finals that they qualified for. And also, the last we made it to weren't even close, Paul. Like, could you make it a series? I mean, Christ. You're in the bubble. Like, like, could you at least make it a series? Maybe you don't have to win, but the last two haven't been close. Like, I didn't even to watch this finals. Let's be real. I lied. I have one more comment then because oh – And I swear I'm not getting, like, kickback from Eric Spolstra's money. Um, I am not trying to say he was as good of a coach in 2008 as he is in 2023. Players get better. Coaches get better. Well, when he was in the film room, a lot of people don't know that about him. He was in the film yeah, that's room. Where he like All right, the I'm right. I'm, I'm okay to move on. Ready? Yeah. I didn't bring in Spolstra. Rewind the tape. Bart brought up Spolstra. All right. No, granted. I brought him up. Okay. Not I. I was not the one. Hey, there's breaking Bucks trade news. Oh, are we playing the game? I don't, what game? There's Bucks breaking trade oh, okay, news. Okay, yeah, let's hear it. Breaking news brought to you by the BetQL network. Get smarter and beat the books. Uh, download the free BetQL app today. No, don't. Because if you you cannot unsubscribe from their emails. Oh. I mean, you can, but then they keep showing up in your fucking inbox. Here's my five-star cute bet of the day. Guys, come on. There's, there's oh, a there's big trade. News. I'm on the edge of my dick here. The Bucks have traded Drew Holiday. Good. Marjan Bochamp. No, that's bad. And a 2029 first round pick. Don't care. To the Cleveland Cavaliers. For Darius Garland. Mm. Drew Holiday. Bochamp. 2029 first to the Cavs for Darius Garland. This is a great trade for the Bucks. Okay, I'll temper. This is a good this is a good trade for the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. By the way, Garland, I will give you a little bit on him, uh, is just starting his rookie extension. So he'll make $33 million this year. He has five years left on his deal. He is, I, I don't have it in front. I think he's 24 years old, uh, 23 years old. Holiday, Bochamp, 2029 first to the Cavs for Darius Garland. Good trade for the Bucks. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. I mean... Good for Cleveland. You get another ball dominant, really inefficient point guard that's not really a point guard. So I guess Mitchell and Drew Holiday. Interesting. I kind of like this. You know yeah. what? Well, hot damn. I kind of like this. Defense suffers. Defense suffers for sure. Mm-hmm. Very good playmaker, though. He can yes. get everyone involved. He's an underrated playmaker. He took a step back when Donovan Mitchell got there last year, mm-hmm. found other ways to contribute. He is 23 years old, so he is nine years younger than Drew without, Not to be hang on to your assets, guy, but can we do it without Marjan? 
Uh, the Cavs, the Cavs, the Cavs required Marjan in the deal. Well, then I'm going to require that we don't give you a first round pick. Okay. okay. We can, we can, we can lightly protect it. I don't so, know. Like, lightly protect it. this. Yeah, no, no, I can, I, but I don't, I can figure it out, but I don't want to. I hate that. Um, Drew Holiday is 33. Darius Garland is 23. So you're shaving 10 years off. But we're yeah. not going to have Garland until he's 33. I don't like when people do that either. No, 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 no. But I'm just saying, yeah, like, all right, all right, all right. like, there's one less ring around the tree. Okay. And Garland is presumably not yet as good as he will become. No, I, do, I keep thinking of the things I don't like. I think that's fascinating that you can tell a tree's age by the rings of a tree. That I mean, is there anything more fascinating on this marble? I agree. As someone who who grew up in a logging town, my hometown was built by lumber money. It was something I I learned about. We had a little museum in town. I agree. I agree, Bart. It is just incredible that that kind of like you can't saw my leg and see thirty nine rings around it. Mm-hmm. Cool if you could. How old is this guy? No, no, no identification. Cut off his leg. We'll find out. And you look at the teeth. Can't you check age with the teeth? Mm. Mm. They do check dental records. Mm. Do you like it? Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Uh, are you real or, or are you really gonna hang this up on Bochamp? I feel like I feel like the Cavs would be happier. I don't care who's happier. If both teams are happy. Oh, who's happier means who won. Mm. And I like Garland too. I don't know. I, maybe I, you know, I don't know if, if about you guys, but I watch 82 games of the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't have time to watch 82 games of the Denver Nuggets or the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay. Mm. I don't know. I'm not swayed either way. Okay. John Horst, though, what, what do you, you, you got to make? I'm trying to react to it. I don't know. I, I, yeah. If I, if I hang up this phone right now, John Horst, I'm not calling back. Oh, I'm John now? You're John now. Oh. I'm, I'm, you got, I got two other offers here for Garland. Well, if I'm John Horst, I say, hey, since we're talking trades, <clears throat> what would it take to get JB Bickerstaff? <laughs> get a coach over here. Mm-hmm. Overrated coach. I agree. Paul, I don't know. Grant? Marjan is like, Marjan is like, oh, we need to get younger. That's, that's Marjan's fucking jacked. He is jacked. I know. It's, it's Tony and it's hot take Jake. They're in my head. They call your show every other night. They're like, we need to get younger. Like, that's just a magical button we can fucking push. Like, no, hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to push back there. This is said button. I know, and that's what I'm okay. saying. Like the idea is, well, we need Marjan because we need the youth. What we're getting guaranteed youth, good youth that we know is good. Marjan lottery ticket. We know yes. what Garland is. Well, we mm-hmm. know, and I, I don't even think he's reached his potential as you said. And I think he could be great in a playmaking capacity. If we're keeping Chris, we're keeping Giannis, we're keeping Brooke. Yeah, I think there's a lot of fun avenues to explore. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to frame this like I'm more. I'm higher on Bo Champs. Okay. Ah. How? What is? Oh, what is Giannis thing? Have a, what are have the vibes a like to this, to this uh, book report? You didn't even read a book yet. Do a book report. Why is my face like blacking out? You see that know. on the video? Mm. Your hat is. Well, my hat is. 
but my face is like green screening away. I can't tell. It doesn't seem that way. Like it's some like it's some dark matter from the dark hold. <laughs> Agents of Shield. Yeah, I figured. <clears throat> could have could have guessed it was Marvel something. That got canceled. Oh. Uh, Agents of Shield is a pretty oh fucking Marvel guys. Don't get me started. Okay, <laughs> I won't then. Um, they pushed back. They pushed back all of their movies. Captain America is supposed to come out next May. Now it's coming out next fucking August. I think the thing you probably don't have a lot of time left on this earth. I feel <laughs> that's dark. When I, I, I got when I was uh, when Lost was on, I I used to always want to make sure that I just lived so I could see the end of Lost. Wow. Yeah. Now I guess I would rather die. Endings. I want my wife to watch it. She would love the show, but then the ending's so bad that I can't. Yeah. 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 My answer for this trade, as you probably would have guessed, is mm-hmm. Um, I think my my take is regardless of whether you believe Drew Holiday that he's gonna retire at the end of his contract, at which point, by the way, he'll be 35 years old. So like it's not totally inconceivable. He could totally keep playing. He would I think Drew Holiday will will age well into his mid and late 30s if he wants to. But to subtract 10 years from Holiday into Garland, it seems like a no-brainer. Like, I'm not even – I would say yes without even thinking twice. Yeah, I think so. I think so, unless Giannis was like, mm. you know, if it was if it was for some reason like a no-go with the other players, like if trading Drew away were to ruin things and kill the vibes and, and really frustrate people then maybe not. Because I think it's, for the next two years at least, I think it's kind of a horse apiece. Like, Drew can be really inconsistent in the playoffs. He can be inefficient. Garland could be too, but you're resetting the clock. You're getting younger. Losing Marjan would suck. I wonder how much Marjan... Do you think Adrian Griffin goes about using Marjan differently? Bart, I'm actually curious to see what his role is next year. I am too, and I don't want I don't want us to be like a letter... Uh, you know, I, I, I don't care what they do. I just don't want to give up Thon Maker. Yeah. Oh, they better not trade Keston Hira for Manny Machado in a season where they came within a couple of innings for making the World Series. Yeah. You know. So I don't I don't like getting too caught up on the young guy. I guess with this trade, I I mean if you, I I would do Garland for Drew. I don't want Drew on the team. Well then what then what are we waiting? You're hanging it up on wait, it was Marjan who was hanging this up? I don't know. I I think maybe I thought I could get somebody different. I mean, the Bucks put Marjan on the block last year around the deadline. Well, that all being said, uh, what I put on the block, and the block is what I call my tongue, are the gummies from Happy Place Hemp. Promo code is BART. 25% off each and every order at happyplacehemp.com. Um, I told you how it works. Very easy. 25% off every single time you use it. Now, how does it make you feel? Well, it makes you feel good. And it, it helps you... You know, there's some things going on at the house right now, if I can if I can be uh, clear. My kid's being a rabid asshole more, more than ever. Plus, when I try to escape that, um, I have to watch, like, Jessica Jones Season 2 and Luke Cage Season 2 when I just want to get to Thor Ragnarok, okay? So that's been a burden on me. And then I try to escape that and talk to you guys, and Paul won't stop talking about Eric Spolstra. So sometimes I just need to relax 
and go somewhere else. Go to my, let's say, happy place with happyplacehemp.com, promo code BART. All right, so Grant and I, uh, the, the trade's good. We'll, we'll do the trade. I love it. Sounds good. I am too. Make it happen, John Horst. Okay. Um, I, we can do this one in two minutes, or we can keep going if you want. Bart, I think you mentioned a little bit on your Monday episode. But what started out as a joke in um, in our text message chain on Sunday when Craig Council missed the game. By the way, I I um I didn't know what was going on, so I googled like Craig Council. I because I, I genuinely like you know, and and your manager Pat Murphy. I was like, what? You know? I love how you are both the most detailed person in the world, but also like sometimes the most oblivious, depending on what's going on. Like there are <laughs> things that you know every word of the new CBA. That like something insane could happen at a Brewers game, and it would take you two days to be in the loop on it. You'd That's totally fair. So, so here, here's the general rule: if it's about numbers or contracts or that, I'm going to know general things. I probably will know in a couple days after. All right. So come to me Paul, with like Paul, I envy Paul because he he still gets the news the old fashioned way, which is what like the, the newspaper. newspaper three days later. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, which by the way, you guys, I told you a couple episodes. I was watching Veep. I'm in the final season. Leon so, West, which you almost spoiled, has now joined the campaign team. I'm so sorry for almost doing that, but I don't think no, I did. No. And one of my favorite moments of the whole show is when uh, what's his, Mike was applying at the Washington Post, yeah. and and Leon asks him have you not paid attention to what's been going on with newspapers in the last 10 years? And Mike goes, no, I don't even get it delivered anymore. I just read it on my phone and it's free. How convenient. And I'm like, <laughs> at home. I'm like uh, yes, that's a great dynamic. Anyway. Yeah. As the season goes on. So, um, and so it just led me to thinking, and I, I forget which one of you suggested something. I think it was Bart or, and I don't know how serious you were about like managers should get five to 10 days off a season. Don't know how serious you were. I think that was you, Bart. Um, and I started thinking, okay, like maybe it's you know, maybe that's a bit rich, but we all get like you get paid time off at your job. Like baseball is grueling. It's long. Well, it's tedious. It yeah. It's you know baseball is like it's a very unique thing. MLB managers should get three to five PTO days per season. No questions asked. The bench coach fills out the roster. Maybe, maybe, maybe the maybe the manager still fills out the lineup and texts it to the bench coach. But you know what? Baseball's long. It's grueling. Council doesn't need to be there for all 162. MLB managers should get. We're going to call it five PTO days per season. Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. And even my secondary question to that is: baseball teams would be happier. Things would go better. Oh, if, if everyone could, you know, maybe even players get, no, I'm not hurt. No, I'm not sick. I'm just not coming today. I get five of those. Maybe players get it too. Everyone's going to be happier. Okay. Let's, well, you take this however you want uh, mm-hmm, or mm-mm, that there's something to this. Mm-hmm, or mm-mm. Oh, what's new. Bart's about to downplay the importance of mental health here. I can see yep, it. Here we thoughts. go. Buckle, buckle in. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, well, kids these days in their work ethics. No, I'm on pills. I haven't taken them in six weeks. Do you think that's probably why I'm so scatterbrained? <laughs> uh, I um. So then, what I thought was because I, I, you know, if you're, I mentioned teachers. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, teachers get the summer off. Fuck them. They should buy their own you t- t- fucking pencils. 
And that would be the argument, you know, for the MLB manager. Well, they get the winter off, you know. Well, you're telling me during the year, if you're a teacher, you can't take a day off? Like Teachers teachers get weekends. Like, managers don't get week Like, really get personal weekend. days and holidays. Like, they yeah. managers yeah. literally don't managers get Saturday have to, and Sunday off. And you mentioned this about the media, but it's like, they got to do a fucking thing with MLB. Then they got to talk to all their idiot scribes. Then they have to do another thing with Euchre. Then they have to do the game. Then they have to talk to people again. Like they, yeah. man, they're, they get they they they're they're on the clock the entire fucking day, seven days a week, and it's in settings that like Michael Malone was saying, what an awful press room this is. Meanwhile, council, it's ten fifteen at night in Pittsburgh, and he's in the visitors managers, which is like a broom closet, you know. Yeah, that's why you used to interview the manager in his office. Managers start having that in the dugout just because they couldn't fucking take it anymore. They wanted that's some fresh why. air. Yeah. So, but then I think like, all right, let's say, let's say council gets five days off and he uses them at varying times. And then let's say the players are like, you know, I kind of like it when dad's not here. We're playing a little looser, a little freer, but also, and then, and then they, you know, Hey, well, council, I know you like it this way, but when you weren't here, Murphy batted me third and I really liked being there. So I, it could come in, it could come into some problems. Not that bosses don't take days off in other jobs. Um, I don't know the right way to do it, but I, I will, I will say, mm-hmm, uh, because these, this, they, for being a man, like they're asked to do way too much. It's not, it's not, it's not physically grueling. I mean, they, they still make them wear a goddamn jersey. These are sixty-five-year-old men that have to dress up in a little league uniform to do their fucking job. That's why I appreciate Craig always puts a hoodie on or you like, you never see him in his jersey. Opening, opening day though. Like council recognizes the importance of those special days. So yes, he'll he like does. opening day, he'll rock the Jersey full fit. God, I love Craig council. Um, it's a bummer. This is his final year and we're not talking about it more. I, um, so we texted about this on Sunday. Because, Paul, you were at the ballpark or whatever, and, and you're like, oh, council's taking a day off. Is this dr- drama? And I texted back. I'm like, I'm amazed this doesn't happen more often. And Bart agreed with me, and I knew he would because it was a Bart type of take. I don't know that there's somewhere else to go with this. Like, I think the take is I'm amazed that managers do what they do and manage as many games. I don't know that there's a next step of they should get – five personal because I don't know how it would work. And I managers, you guys know, baseball writers, baseball broadcasters, Bart, you've had Levering and you had Blake Javik Blake on. Like you've talked about these guys. They are wired differently. Like they live and breathe baseball. I'm sure council could not fathom being away from the team and being outside of the dugout more often than once a season for his son's graduation. They are wired that way. We're not. So I I don't yeah. Well, I would say then then don't take your PTO. That's an option. Sure, but then like what? Then what's the then what's the conversation here, Paul? Like, oh, well, council should have five days available if he wants. But then again, like, like okay, so when would he take them? A Memorial Day or Fourth of July? But those are some of the bigger games. Those are the heavily attended games. So you know, okay, so take a Tuesday night game off. Okay. There it is. I was, I was waiting for the Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost said that on my show on Monday, and I stopped myself. I just said random weeknight because now I'm. Paying attention random to Tuesday in June in Pittsburgh, obviously, because that's where the random game random Tuesday, June in Pittsburgh, in great American ballpark. You're playing the Reds. Um, 
yeah, council can take it. By the way, I'd like to extend, and I, I did this on our Madison show. I said this on Monday. I'm going to say this here too. I would just like to extend from, from myself and the listeners in the community of my show, the most sincerest congratulations and job well done to Jack council for a great high school career at, at um, Whitefish Bay. And I wish him nothing but the best in his future endeavors at Michigan. Um, and Craig, please don't leave. Cause if you leave Jesus Christ, I don't know what I'm going to, I don't know what I'm going to talk about on my show. I just thought it was so strange that in Googling it, that Jack's going to Michigan. Can't go to Wisconsin. Yeah. How does Wisconsin not have a baseball team? Very strange. But I just thought it was odd. So I don't know if you know this, but the That's in Googling the news and trying to figure it out, the ESPN headline was Council Skips Brewers Sunday Game or whatever. And I just thought that was shitty. Like, he skips it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's, it's not, it's not, it's, it was like, was it, you're not okay. Yeah, I didn't put it, in my opinion, if you say skips the game, like you're inserting opinion, right? You're saying like, if I was to be of the belief that that's an unacceptable thing to miss, I would call it skipping. Like I would, I would write this headline. Craig Council attends to fatherly duties. Yeah. Puts the man in manager. That's what the headline is. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would say. Well played. It's a little wordy though. But you, you would agree though, <laughs> you'd agree though that, like skips the game. It just sounds like it's bad. Like the ESPN headline council yeah. skips Brewers game. Um, so I don't know what the well, answer they is. They lost. They lost. Well, yeah. And there were some interesting late bullpen decisions, right? You could have pitched Devin Williams and, you know, like what would, you know, then the, the ninth so, inning runs. Well, okay. with... How much Craig's at his son's graduation? Text him. Well, I don't know. But if Craig's at his son's graduation, and if I'm thinking if I'm at a graduation, there's a big Brewer game, I'm checking my phone. You think guy checks his phone? You think guy's going to like? Do you think he ever really unplugged? Yeah, I don't think I don't think he unplugged. No. Craig doesn't want this job. I mean, that's clear, right? He's why do we why do we say like he's got the worst? Like he's just miserable. He's managing his hometown team, and he's very good at what he does but he's he's he liked it and he's done with it he, he wants to do something he, he might be but that doesn't mean he's miserable there's a difference between he might want to call it quick you're the one always team. putting this in my head me yeah oh, oh and, and it's not well okay well and this is a different conversation let's say that craig council came into this year thinking i don't know that i want to keep doing this find me that find me the example of something this year that would change his mind because this year's been he's just getting boned every which way all these good oh, players yeah. are getting hurt. They're, like nothing's really going well, and they're in first place, and or they are close to in first place. I know the Pirates mm-hmm. are close right enough now. that we can still say it. Yeah, but at this at this time of the year, if if he coming into this year is like, I don't know that I want to keep managing because I have to deal with this and this and this. This year has been a, a, a prime example of all of the BS things that managers have to deal with, and and it's probably frustrating. Yeah, it's like it's like. It, it's load management and it's like the MLB season. It, especially if you're the manager starts in early February, <laughs> like, and then it's, and you got to you know, go to Arizona look, for a month. What's that? Be away from your family. Right. And it's like, okay, well they're off in November and December and January, but Grant, to your point, it's for those other nine months, it's seven days a week. You know? Yeah. It's not um, like, okay, well, uh, okay, I'm working for the weekend. No, like 
<laughs> you're working all weekend. Man, you have to go every to a place. Weekend. You have to go to it's like being a bartender. You have to go to a place where you look around and everyone's having fun and getting wasted. And you just gotta be like, uh oh. <laughs> Bart just disappeared. <laughs> you just gotta be like, um, fucking, I guess my choice is Hobie Milner or Peter Streslecki. <laughs> you're choosing between one more shot of Jaeger or fucking another Coors Light. And I'm picking between give up a walk and then a home run or give up two home runs. <laughs> Always choose the walk and the home. No, maybe not. Um, can you choose home run and then walk? Because that's only one run. That would be ideal. So, so I don't I don't know what the answer is here, but I just thought it was in, interesting. Like what turned from almost in Bart, I went back and looked. The initial text said, like, why don't they get five to ten days off a of summer where they take where they take off a Sunday home game with a with a laughing emoji? So I think like it started off as like yeah. you know you, because it's such a foreign concept like baseball managers don't get PTO like Which that's one of us texted that was it? Which one of us texted that? I think you did, but I I, I have it copied. Peg, I go. I didn't do a laughing emoji. Fan. Then it was Grant. It was not me. Uh, yeah, I don't. Bart's not an emoji guy. So maybe that was Grant. But I think the point is like what much like so Bart. I'm going to parallel this real quick to when you said that Chris Middleton should only play home games. And yeah, my first yeah. thought was, my first thought was, this is dumb. And five minutes later, I was like, this is correct. This is the right thing to do. And I feel similarly with this baseball managers thing. Like, I don't want to like, there should be the opportunity to not have ESPN have to write a headline that says that you skipped the game. Maybe they don't, Paul, maybe they don't get four, like five days written in their contract, but there could be more of an acceptability to it. Like, Hey, uh, Craig's not going to be here this weekend. We'll just, we'll, you know, that's fine. Yeah. You know, there's guys that don't travel with the team all the time. Annou- right. Announcers, it's fine for. Or Craig, you know, we're going to, hey, we're hiring a new manager. Uh, this is a remote hybrid position. Uh, you got to come here for five days a week. The other two you can manage from your house. Right. Well, that would now. Yeah. Zoom managers. I like this. Another um, example of COVID laziness, if you ask me. But yeah, I guess that's medicine. <laughs> Goddamn. Gosh, any it's any other thoughts? Or, any other thoughts or next one? Uh, throw me a Packer one and then we'll Good. do Packer one and then I'm going to do the Mount Rushmore one. Oh, Jesus. Another one. What do you have to do today? Me? Yeah. I told you already. Nothing. Jessica Jones. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, this comes from Zach Cruz's Twitter feed. He writes, who will be the Packers biggest impact rookie? 
And then he he lays out, he says, Van Ness should play snaps right away as an inside-outside rusher. Musgrave could be TE1. And they put parentheses, tight end version of Christian Watson, question mark. Reed could be slot wide receiver one and punt returner one. Can't rule out Kraft at tight end. Wooden Brooks Johnson could play right away. Carlson is kicker one. With him then adding, a lot of rookies will be playing kicker snaps one. with the Packers. Can we? Huh? Yeah, I got it. I got it. And then he con- concludes by saying, a lot of rookies will be playing snaps for the Packers in 2023. All right. So you got to put a hundred bucks on one of these Packers to be the most impactful rookie in 2023 the smart money would be to put that money on luke musgrave mm-hmm. or mm-mm. no mm-mm. no it'd be uh van ness mm-mm. i mean he's, you know he's gotta get the, the tight ends the receivers all of our receivers at the end of the year tight ends included are going to end up with 45 catches for 600 yards and three touchdowns every single one of them Okay, that's the the way to make an impact on this team is on defense. Is he gonna? I mean, I, Rashawn Gary's gonna start the year, presumably not playing. There's gonna be snaps for him to elsewhere, but there is Preston Smith. Like, will will Van Ness by the end of this season have played enough to well, have well, that level? And, and plus, and plus, I think I think we need to remember two. Well, I was just say, I was just say, like Van Ness is also in the vein of Rashawn Gary as a rookie drafted as an upside play might he contribute right away yeah is that the expectation i don't carlson is k1 (laughs) by the way regardless of that silliness the the answer could very well be carlson i could hear an argument for anyone i don't think the smart money would be van ness because joe barry kept Devontae wyatt stashed on the bench even though his defense is getting murdered by the run last year because he he needed to learn how to be a professional. Like yeah. Joe Barry will find a way to, to mess this up. Trust that me. Is a, by that the is end a, of the year, we'll get a couple card. great moments from Van Ness and we'll wonder, why was this guy playing all year? Defense sucks against the run anyways. Can't be any worse by playing a rookie. Well, he's, you know, he's coming around and learning how to be a, a professional. Okay. Okay, Joe. Maybe he should he should marry someone successful then because that's apparently how it's done in this business, which by the way, he's dating, I believe, still dating the sister of... Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the uh, Cole Komet. Yep, that's the one. Oh, yeah, the Cole Komet. That's right. Edit that, clean that up, please, in post, Tim. Thank you. Um, I agree that smart money, I'm not saying Vaness won't be the answer, but Joe Barry Bart is a wild card, an X factor to the smart money being Vaness because Joe Barry could Joe Barry it up. Okay, Lucas well. It is. I I was you were reading that tweet and I was getting annoyed with the designations before you got to kicker one. I'm like kick returner one like I, I my ears were already up and then I heard kicker one and I I mean I get like I tweeted at Zach I don't want him to misinterpret this I said it's a good and fun question I'm not over some calling someone k1 I'm sure that like kicker made the over 280 you know yeah I just I've never seen a kicker called k1 and I like it and I want it to continue did you just send that reply? I quoted him. Yeah, I'll probably okay. Yeah, you but know, you just did it. You know a qualm that I have with Zach Cruz, and it's nothing. Per- I just feel like he should follow me. He went to my high school. He's from my hometown. I I had no clue about this. One of my cousins went to high school with him. They're like, "Oh, do you know who Zach Cruz is? I remember him in high school." I just feel like he owes me a follow. I, I that's I don't know. 
He's a fellow Manami That's Indian. An enigma. He, he doesn't do any interviews or anyone, any ever. He has a massive Twitter following, and his tweets blow up. And I, you know, so he's like, real. He's not like a Dov Kleeman. Yeah, he he does seem real. Well, he um, doesn't do anything. I've never seen him on video. Never seen him talk. I've seen. I, I agree. I, I know him because of his Twitter profile picture, and that's it. And I, he does good work. I just would appreciate a follow back. I feel All like. Right, so I just I'll spoil it. I'll spoil it. You're Zach. I am Zach Cruz. God damn it, Paul! It's, I've had this burner for a while. Where'd you find the picture of this guy? Um, similar Google search that found um, Sarah Ann Rhodes. Oh, I don't know about that. That one's not me. Oh. Um, yeah, I am not Zach Cruz. Hmm. Um, smart money is on who? Which Packers rookie is the smart money on to be the biggest well, I rookie? Don't, I, I, I don't. <clears throat> I don't, don't forget that. Don't forget Carlson is K one. I don't even know who Wooden is. <laughs> um, it's mandatory, it's mandatory mini camp, Bart. This is your time to learn. Musgrave. That's what, yeah, that, that was where I think I landed. Oh, why, why would you come on? I'll, I'll spoil. I'll spoil. He'll come on later in the year. Reed will have like a nice week three game where like he's arrived, and then that'll kind of be it. The way oh, Colby Wooden. His Look, moment. I forgot every defensive line man they drafted. Defensive line and I didn't call him lineman either. People didn't like how I say Goodland United. It should be Goodland. So uh, instead of calling them linemen, I'm calling them linemans. <laughs> He's. Is David Bakhtiari, how long will he be an offensive lineman for us? <laughs> a lineman. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Grant and I are on Musgrave. Bart, you're going to stick with yeah. Van Ness? Yeah, who I keep wanting to call Van Noy, which is a problem. Kyle. Mm-hmm. Vanus. I believe Van Ness. <laughs> Vanus! <laughs> What do you think is going to happen when, when Van Ness has a bad game and they say Van Ness vanished? Ooh. They're going to say Van Ness skips Sunday. <laughs> Get I'm, a graduation. I'm going to turn Van Ness into Janice. Vanice! <laughs> I am, Grant. Thank you. Steal Luke, Luke Vanice. Vanice! Van Ness I just don't. I just don't like betting on Vanice because I feel like I'm, I'm – Betting on Joe Barry. I thought Jeff Janice to do Janice. I thought that should have been a bigger deal. That was awesome, though. What's this? What's the scope of what did you want? Who did you want to pick that up that didn't pick it up? I felt like it was a it was an appropriately sized deal. I didn't need anyone to pick it up. I needed more. You know, I didn't get enough from the people that were around here. You wanted kudos, Grant. Ah, okay. Well, I need like three or more tweets from anyone saying, "Man, that was fucking cool." That's all. I sometimes I'll listen to your old shows and I just love a lot when you're like, hey, if you really like this segment, just please tweet about it so we can. Bart, do you remember when we got Horvat a, a Ty Summers cameo for his birthday? That was and, great. And Ty Summers thought Horvat was like 11 years old. I hear you want to host your own radio show one day. I think that's super cool. Yeah. Bart, did we get who was your cameo from? You got me Janice. Jan, that's what I thought. It was Janice. That. From his car. And now I remember now. Yeah. And he said, I'm on my way back to Lambeau. Oh, that's right. The Packers had to, like, respond to this, didn't they? No, I don't think it was that big of a deal. I think they fielded a question or two. Okay. But the it was Packers enough that, like, it didn't respond. I do know there were people who were like, at Packers, is this real? Is he really coming? So I think somebody 
someone in the media reached out to the Packers and said, is this, is this real? <laughs> the Packers did not put out a PR alert. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, don't, don't make it seem like we're that fucking important. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is actually a great segue. Do you think the Packers would credential me for training camp? No. no. We didn't even, we didn't even fake it. Why not? Hey, Ryan, how's it going, dude? My name is Ty Summers. I play linebacker for the Green Packers. I just want to say I appreciate so much your support. Um, that means a lot, seriously. And I'm going to make the most of this opportunity. Hopefully, make you proud. Um, I heard you want to uh, host a radio show someday. So I think that's freaking cool, dude. Uh, if you ever actually have one, let me know and I'll hop on there. <laughs> I, thanks for the support. It means a lot. Ser- seriously, it means a lot. Yeah, I'll just play the rest. He talks about leg day. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, but, you know, if you have a goal, you have a dream for something, man, keep pushing for it. That's what I did. Got me here. So um, stay diligent, work hard, and you can achieve just about anything you want to achieve. Um, also, I heard you're struggling with a little leg strength at the gym. Trust me, I didn't have a whole lot of motivation um, to do legs, but I recognized how important it is, especially in this sport. Uh, so make an emphasis towards it. Work on your weaknesses and make them your strengths. That's all I got to say. But, hey, happy birthday, Ryan. I hope it's a great one, and I uh, hope you finish out this year. Uh, you're strong, man. Take care. You got 15 bucks for that. That uh, And that motivated a young Ryan Horvat to move to Creston, Iowa, and really begin grinding in this business. That's but hey, you know, take your weaknesses and make them your strengths. Mm-hmm. How about that? Mm. Now we're waiting for Paul, and because he knows I won't edit this, I have to stall. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it is a podcast, but Paul's trying to find something, and so instead of... Did I ever tell you that you can leave a voicemail on the Carl's Place voicemail line? I've left you a voicemail before. You have. And then one time you were leaving one and I picked it up because I thought you were calling me. No, I would never call you. In the middle of the day, I would never call you out of nowhere. After six years, I called Chuck once. Did I tell you this? How'd that go? He's like, what? What? I'm like, hey, I just have a question quick. He goes, you've never called me. I'm like, oh, I know. I'm in the car. You need to... You need to work in more things to the show where you're like, here's what Chuck would have said about this. Like like the other day when you told the story being at the park and you saw two kids in jerseys and you're like, Chuck would say something like, you never see kids in jerseys these days. It's so rare. I like, I, I like, I like Chuck's voice living on on the show one way or another. What if I got a Chuck Freeman puppet that I did? <laughs> you never see kids in jerseys anymore. Oh, that's right, Free. <clears throat> Kevin Cronin, some people say he's lost his fastball. I think oh if you see the guy from KFIZ got the interview, the guy from Oak Ridge Boys, I would walk across nails for that honor. Kevin That's Cronin crazy, still sings. Oh, shut up. Why you why don't you respect me? I do. I don't respect your friends. Oh my god. All right. Last one. And I, I teased it earlier and I'm excited about this. And I realized I, I was going to maybe try to come up with this as like a mm-hmm. backslash Bart. Oh, sorry. There you go. I didn't know how to do this in the mm-hmm way. So I'm just going to do it the way that we did the Mark Murphy one, which is just open-ended. I think we should do a Mount Rushmore 
of the Bart Winkler Show radio show callers and a Mount Rushmore of the Bart Winkler Show podcast callers. Okay. And I don't know if Bart's going to want to participate or if he'll feel like he's playing favorite child by doing this. But let's talk through the radio show first. And what a perfect time because we were thinking about – and by the way, it can't be like – a response from Zach Cruz. Did you? So, How else – How well, I'm going to get – can I guess what he said? Was it like – No, I'm shocked at the response. What did he say? What do you think he would say? Oh, no way. That's all right. Follow me back, asshole. But I like how you responded. He said, he said, LOL, I almost deleted this right after I sent it because of that. <laughs> he said, I'm glad you didn't. I love it. And we'll be using it going, using it going forward. <laughs> K1. <laughs> Kicker. So game. funny. Well, he's QB1. Because he's QB1. Who's because this QB1? Well, he's 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 top two. Hey, Carlson is top two kickers on the Packers, not two. Top two, not two. Who are my Mount Rushmore callers of the radio from the, show? From the radio show. So I'm let's comfortable saying that. Okay. The podcast is yet to be determined. All right. We're, we're removed enough from the radio show. No, nominations Ram, um, Rick and Oshkosh. Um, John and Franklin. John and Franklin, obviously. John and Franklin's uh, Curly Lambo. John and Franklin's getting the, the first carve. You know what? I just had a document going through all the times I ever did Bart Collar standings, but I am trying to free up space on my Google that I literally deleted this three days ago. Ugh. What do you remember from it? Uh, notebook Mike, Ram, Mike the Painter notebook. came on late. Tony was Mike good. the Painter because that also created like Mike the Tainter and like I think Mike the Painter is really important to the to the story. Notebook Mike. Well, at, I mean, some people came and went. Like uh, Brew Crew Sue was good. Yeah. Yep. Maybe not regular enough to be Rushmore. I lo- I loved JMO because anytime he came on, some out of pocket shit would happen. It was always <laughs> in the nine o'clock hour, like some like that. That's when remember when JMO talked to Ted Davis. I think that was the last public appearance we had from Ted Davis. Do you remember that? I don't. Why, hey there, JMO. I got a big kick out of the show that day. Was, was that Ted who- Davis? What was that? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. You. JMO for some reason brought up Ted Davis and you were like, Ted's actually right here if you want to talk to him. Uh, JMO, they uh they didn't put enough money in my pocket. I uh, but I'm happily in Texas now. I actually call volleyball games from the school from the TV show community. <laughs> One of my favorite moments on the show was that JMO call. I don't think oh, I know. Noticed- talk about his racist hometown of Vider, Texas, or whatever it was. I love JMO. Oh, wait, what about Allen? Oh, shit. Yeah, but Allen didn't call enough. But was it memorable enough that it was irrelevant? Well, is Sam Congato on the Mount Rushmore? Well, ah, Allen is the Sam Congato. Yeah, it's a good comp. Do you put KJ in there? KJ called a lot. KJ, yeah. KJ is, he is a monument in and of himself. I don't know that KJ belongs on Mount Rushmore. KJ is, dude, everyone in the state knows KJ because he used to call Bill every day, like, I know who KJ was long before I started listening to you, Bart. 
he was not a Bart Winkler exclusive. No. Well, John, John and Rick are both on there for sure. John and Rick. What about what's the dude um, in Anaheim? Vincent. Vincent. Played to the party. Yeah. Literally. And then there's a difference between like Chuck and Winkler, and then me and Horvat, and then me and Toby, and then mm-hmm. me and Tim, which was basically when we were like just almost circling the drain and into the pipes. Yeah, I kind of combine. I mean, I pers- I'm going to combine you with Horvat, with you with Toby, with like it's all yeah, the same. Chuck and Winkler, and then me. Yeah. With. with various producers. Okay, so you're you're definitely carving Rick and John. So if we're doing Chuck and Winkler. Okay, do, yeah, okay, do that. That's that's Rick, yeah, Chuck. John. Um, there were other guys I'm forgetting. Like, uh, there were guys that would call him a lot, and then they decided to hate me because I said wear a mask. Who was the dude in the limo? Limo. Oh, Limo Brian. Limo Brian. Um. I do the notebook mic's gotta be in either the Chuck and Winkler one or the Bart Winkler one. Yeah, I agree. I mean Ron and Rome called a lot. Ron got some. Also got mad at me because I said Elon sucks at Twitter. Never talk to me again. Yeah, a lot of these have fallen off just because of personal disputes with Bart. God damn it. Did you stop did you stop listening to Bart because he wasn't on the radio, he was on the podcast? No, no, no. I followed him to the podcast and he just attacked me. <laughs> All right, I don't know. We'll have to keep building that one. Grant, well, I'm get a lot of Twitter on to finalize it with me. Grant, Grant, where's your, where's your where's your head going with this? I loved Rick. I love John and Franklin as an institution. I have a soft spot for JMO, but he's probably I don't know that he called enough. I just have a lot of JMO memories. Uh, I really like Notebook Mike, and I you know Bart, I'll, I'll give you a compliment here. I don't think Notebook Mike could have been such a, a a good caller on other radio shows. I think totally. I think I think you recognize something in Notebook Mike that very few radio hosts would have taken the time and effort to recognize. Mm-hmm. And I think because he was Mike on the South Side, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then we branded yeah. Notebook Mike. I remember mm-hmm. even when you had Rami on, and Rami said, "Oh, is this the same Mike that's Mike on the South Side?" Like. Yeah, but it, this is Notebook Mike. On my show, is Notebook Mike. Also, the fact that he called him Romney until the bitter end, legend for that. Like, well, the Matt in the Falls was all towards the end, but then on my show, he was Matt in the Falls, and then on Romney's show, he was Bathtub Matt. <laughs> bathtub. And now he's just me. Yeah, hey, it's me. Hey, it's me. Hey, it's me. Um, we, I, I've, I've been the only one who's mentioned uh, Ram's name. Ram, I think, might deserve to be on there because Ram got a lot of people. People would call to talk oh, about Ram. Right. I mean, that's that's prestige. Like, yeah. If you generate that type of reaction, and it worked good for us because once Gary stopped coming on, we needed someone to fill that role. Gary Wolfel and and Ram stepped in <laughs> happily. We basically we, we like recast him. You know. Terrence Howard was uh, War Machine in the first mm-hmm. Iron Man, and mm-hmm. then Don Cheadle has been playing him ever since. And so Ram became like the Don Cheadle to Gary's uh, Terrence Howard. Do you have like an old Rick and Oshkosh call or so, like a memorable call? Tag something onto the end of this. I like the I like the incorporation of history into the podcast. I have a very yeah. short one that I was going to post on YouTube. Actually, I did I did set up a lot of. Uh, 
every Friday there's like an old Chuck and Winkler clip that I put up for like the next five weeks. I like that. I I have one. Yeah, I got one too. Okay, you can go for it. What's yours? Um, never never mind. It was actually just his laugh on repeat. <laughs> oh. That's horrifying. It just sucks because the guy's dead. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we can't remember him. Well, yeah, we're we loved Rick. It sucks that it sucks that Rick didn't make it long enough to see Council not be the manager any anymore. There's not a ton, there's not a ton of Rick in this exchange. But there's a but it's more me and Chuck like sifting through Rick. I think it's a minute. What is the topic? Let's uh, grab Rick and Oakfield real quick. Oakfield. Rick, what's up? Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Thanks for joining us. Oh, he's Are you listening to another station? Are you calling us from a mountaintop? Oh, it's gonna be happening. Oh, let's. Rick, what are you doing? Who was that? I don't know. Rick, Rick, you are serving a twenty-four hour ban. That was. Uh, he's a, uh, not calling that a wasn't speakerphone. Me. That wasn't you. He's not calling from a speakerphone there. I mean, if he is, he's like a hundred yards away from it. I, that was another station. What are you doing, Rick? That was like oh, Oldfield Oldies or something. Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't tell what it was. It wasn't me. Couldn't tell what it was. Rick, don't call back. You're banned for a day. That was rude. All right, uh, Ryan Braun sat down with Tim Allen. This is every year that Tim goes. Hold on, I'm a big softy. Rick, is this you or is this nice? Yeah, this is me. What happened? You just said a minute ago you wanted to ban him. I know, but I don't have a soft spot for Rick. My phone got spot dropped. Hey, I got some two things about the pups. Sure, okay. They, first of all, they're not mentally tough. I don't think the fans are mentally tough enough for this. Oh, I think they are. Yeah. They are. They have to put up with a lot of shit. Oh, oh. Hey, oh. Rick. Rick, all right, now Rick's Rick. banned. Rick, you know, that's Rick's small town language. That might go in Oakfield. Rick's banned. You know, some of that little language. There. You did not hear it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Rick used the bad word. Rick. Grant knew all the words like he was watching Superbad. Well, it's a, you had a, you, it was a promo at one point, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I think it was an actuary. Oh, yeah, I, I searched on Twitter for Rick and Oshkosh, and it came up with a list from good old KS who said, probably right when the station closed down, all-time WSSP callers, top 10 coming soon. But then within that, there were many replies. And uh, someone had said, number one, and obviously isn't just for your show, Bart, but most of them are. Rick and Oshkosh, number one, Notebook Mike, two, The Sean O'Connell, three, Spark Guy, four, Dave and Cudahy, five. Dave and Cudahy. Dave and Cudahy needs to be. Dave might be in the Bart era. Dave's in the Bart era, yes. But Dave is in the Bart era for sure. Oh, Roger from Cudahy has to be in there. Roger! Roger! I love how it's like we're talking about Van Halen between Sammy Hagar and uh, David Lee Roth. Well, it's different shows. It's all different eras. You can't compare. <laughs> I love how we're I love how we're romanticizing about a radio show that was on in Milwaukee for six years like it was the fucking Howard Stern show. But you know what, though, the the callers. I mean, I think the the thing you should probably take a lot of pride in is that the callers became that iconic. That's not normal. Yeah, let's work for me. 
but you're gonna say that you're gonna say that offhandedly. But like the the, the truth is, it, just give yourself a compliment. The callers. No, I will. Give my, I I will give myself a compliment. There were definitely. I'll be honest. There were times I told you early on, Bart, when you're like molding some of these callers, and you went like six minutes with people, where I was like, "Buddy, like I don't know if this is good." And then like two months later, I was like, "Oh no, this is great. I was so wrong. I'm so glad you didn't take any of my advice." This is this is the show. Like this crew. Of it. We're not gonna do it overnight. Yeah, there were, were there were definitely some wasn't built in a day, Paul. There were definitely some painful moments leading up to it. Absolutely, Ron, uh, Ron in Rome wasn't built in a day either. Ron in Rome was not. He fell very quickly. He, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Chuck, Chuck. One of our earliest fights was about something, and I go, Chuck. I know what I'm doing. You got to trust me. He's like, he's like, we have a one three. <laughs> Doesn't right. look like anyone knows what we're doing. <laughs> and this is, I mean, the other stations aren't even around yet. We were on, we were on against like Tina Saxophone in the Ballerina Six and all this other bullshit. I don't fucking know what happened to my face. I don't know. It's all pixelated. You're, yeah, awesome. you're pixelated. All right. So I don't know if we finalized our list. Maybe we won't, but. You're going to get a lot of Twitter replies to this because they'll be. If a lot they of listen through all the spool garbage to get here. <laughs> oh, shut up! I had to listen to people wax poetic about Eric Spolstra for three weeks because Jimmy Butler was scoring fifty and Max Struess looked like Prime Ray Allen. And now that he cooled off a little bit, we're not going to talk about it. Make some adjustments. You great coach, all-time great coach, best coach ever. Let's make some adjustments. Let's let's. Where's that malleability? That's the word I hear only this time. No one has ever said that word. You saw it in one tweet. I know. It's, the team is malleable. Listen to basketball podcasts. It's the only time you ever hear that word is in the playoffs. I like this roster. Really malleable. Malleable looking at, ratio. Looking at some of the answers to good old KS's tweet. Yeah. Notebook Mike, I've decided he's going to need either the Chuck and Winkler one or the Bart Winkler one. Dave and Cudahy has to be on the Bart Winkler one. He had a catchphrase. Mike the Painter has to be on the Bart Winkler version. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all I got. Cone will have a list. He doesn't forget. I would love to. I mean, there's this was the one I, there was, I wanted to do the Jokic Giannis one. I was excited about that. But I was so curious to see not just your reactions to the Mark Marsmore of callers, but I want, I'm, I, I'm genuinely so curious who would be people's top four um, from the different eras. I know we didn't talk about the podcast ones because, like you said, Bart, that's still being written. But yeah, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna do like a best of nine months. Fair. It's a very self-celebratory industry, Bart. It'll be fun. I do want to like try to plan something big for my year anniversary, but that just will include me sending out a lot of emails for guests that I will not get. Yeah. Who you, who you got in the sights right now? I'd like to have Mark Murphy on. You Evil don't even let me go to fucking practice, so ain't no way I'm getting Murph. Could you, could you, if you get it though, you'd have to at least ask one question as Evil Mark Murphy. Oh, yeah. You can't, you can't pretend Evil Mark doesn't exist just because you're talking to real Mark. Mm. Oh, tell Mark he's on our Mount Rushmore. Packers, Mount Rushmore. There you Probably go. Kind of that. I I wanted... At the end, I might be like, all right, here's how I would have answered as my character, Evil Mark Murphy. 
There, that that would be. <laughs> I grant interviews to any fucking loser. And he'd be like, "Oh, can you? You gotta erase this. I, I can't be associated with a swear word." And you'll say, "Yeah, my producer Tim will get right on that," and then you'll just post it unedited. John ja Morant will be suspended for at least thirty-five games. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. Oh, I thought there was breaking news. No. Yeah, me too. Half a season for Morant. So over over thirty-five then. Okay. That news will be coming probably shortly after the Thursday parade that Jokic may or may not be at. All right, gentlemen. G- goodbye. Okay, okay. Thanks again. Well, did you do you have something to say? Well, I thought we would be a little more Midwest about it, but let's get out of here. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Have a, thank you, Mark. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.